The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is an ACB Community Call, presented by American Council of the Blind. This episode of Unmute Presents was hosted on ACB Community on Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. We're going to have a couple announcements here at the top. The first one is we want to remind everyone... We want to get through all first hands first, make sure everyone can get their question answered at least the first time through before we take any second. So be cognizant of that and we appreciate it. The second thing is we want to remind everyone that Bits is doing NVDA tonight. So if you want to check that out, you can check out today's email in the community site for more info on that if you want to attend that. If you need to get a hold of us, you can find us at Gmail, which is unmutepresents at gmail.com. And we have a new special event we're doing in October. That one? Certainly. So first of all, I want to thank everyone for joining us last week at the uh, Blind Shell presentation. Definitely was a blast and I really had fun and hopefully you did as well. Starting in October, start telling you about it but on october 18th we will have the amazing team from over at uh way around forgot the name for a second that, that that's slightly embarrassing but we will have the way around team at uh here so what way around is how you can use way around what uh some of the scenarios are that people have and of course answer your questions so you can come and unmute and ask your questions about way around so again 8 a.m. I should I should just not do talking uh, again. 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the 18th, same time, same place. Also, if you want to get your question answered, go ahead and raise your hands, and we'll start working through everybody to get. In the meantime, so iOS 16 came out. In Clubhouse. Uh, okay, go Herbie. Give me the first one. All right, first is Empress Margarita. And you will need to unmute, which is the bottom right. I yes. said the bottom right. Hi. Hi. How is everybody? Great. And yourself? Did you have a question for today? Um, yes. I wanted to know what is this about? So every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern, community and uh, do our unmute calls, which are a question and answer call for technology, sharing the latest in news and technology with you as well. So uh, if you have a technology question, we'd be delighted to do our best to at least pretend. That <laughs> uh, okay, so what's the difference from the Android and um, the Apple? And um, is it easier to have the little button where you can touch it and push it? Or is it actually easier to have without the button? And is it still accessible to just tap? Certainly. So I'll, I'll, I'll take this question and you can feel free to jump in. My name again is Michael. Uh, so whether or not a button on the bottom of the phone is easier is a personal preference. I myself do not like the button on the bottom. A lot of individuals do the bottom, so the SE phones. Uh, once you become familiar with being able to navigate your phone without a home button, it's a very voiceover on. It's a very streamlined and easy process to be able to interact with your phone once you become comfortable. Differences in Android and iOS is the underlying operating system. Uh, so an Android device can do pretty much just about everything an iPhone can do as long as it doesn't need to connect using Apple's. Uh, an Android device is a uh, fully accessible, you can use it, and it is easy to interact with once, again, you become familiar with the gestures and uh, keystrokes that may be necessary to use the device. I'll chime 
the version of the iPhone with the home button, it only comes one way, one size. You, you don't really get any options. The only thing you could really change is the size of the hard drive you get. So if you don't have any usable video, doesn't matter to you. It would be a preference of which one you like. But if you go without the home button, you could choose the size of the phone you want. They have ones that are a little bit bigger, and then they have ones that are a lot bigger. And there still are a couple out there that are any. But if you don't have any usable vision, it would become a preference at that point, which you would like better. And one last uh, thing to throw in there. The the SE doesn't get the latest and greatest. For example, the iDAR on it. So you, you do forfeit some of the additional features that are available on the more higher-end devices as well. So hopefully that answers your questions, Empress. Uh, Herbie, who's the second person we have in Clubhouse? Desi. Hello, Desi. Morning, everybody. Um, Yeah, so I have been the past few days setting up my... um brand new iPhone 14 Pro. Very excited about it because um, my previous 13 mini, which actually I liked very well, but found that had very poor battery life. So um, I'm really enjoying this new phone. But I noticed this morning, so I have two actual questions. I noticed this morning in my iMessages, when I get a message it will tell me that it's uh, that it came in at seven minutes fifty six seconds, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and um, I I did not seem to be able to think of where I would go to fix that, but it's very strange. So um, I've had several people tell me that they've experienced a weird representation of time from the text to speech. Uh, what voice mm. are you using, by chance? I'm using Ava. Okay. So I will play with it with Ava here in a minute to see if I can replicate that. I am unable to duplicate this on my iPhone 12. However, what you are experiencing is something aware of. It's it's not a setting you changed. It's an issue with voiceover from my understanding. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so like, for instance, uh, right now, I don't know what time it would be, but it's very funny to hear that. I was like, what, what is this? saying to me <laughs> um the other question that i had that I'm, I'm just curious to know if you happen to know anything about i've actually kind of gone through and done most of this by hand now because i was impatient and i wasn't getting um, when i put it out on a list but um i have i use the overcast app for my podcasts and um in general i love it very much uh but i was trying to figure out how to my podcasts that are in overcast on my previous phone to my new phone and i was having a really hard time uh you should have called me out. desi <laughs> uh oh <laughs> but this or do you want me to tell her how to get her podcast moved over well if you have an account with Overcast, there's a way to just have it cloud syncing and whichever devices you have Overcast installed on and you're logged in with your Overcast, it should, like anything else, update. So for example, let's say you have Overcast on your phone and then let's say you have Overcast on another device. If you listen to you know, whatever two podcasts on your phone, how, depending on your settings, for example, to be deleted after you're done listening, then they will delete. And then when you go to your other device, they'll update when you open Overcast. So as th that's how I do it. And I don't really have any issue at all, unless Michael has a better way of doing it. It didn't work out well that way for me. And I think part of the reason was that I was not able to, um, when I set up my new phone originally, I was not able to put the two phones together and do it that way it was not having to do the manual um, mm -hmm. upgrade then i ended up having to go to the apple store because some other very weird thing happened where whenever you would try to press anything on the keyboard it would say all kinds of other junk before it actually said the letter it was 
what you were uh, pressing. One um, other thing so, is I use a premium version. I don't know if that makes a difference or so, not. So it um, doesn't make a difference with Overcast. Um, the, the fastest way, Desi, to do it in future, if you ever have to do this, and this is an important thing for people who use Overcast, want to rely on the account syncing process. And I do see we have a couple hands in Zoom. We'll get to those in a moment. Um, in Overcast, there's a settings button in the top left-hand corner. Tap on that. Yes. And then at the very bottom of a screen, is the privacy heading, or before the privacy heading, is an option that says export OPML. So if you go on your old phone to the export OPML file, you can email it to you yourself and then just double tap on your mail app on the new phone and it will offer you the ability to import your podcast to Overcast and then that copies everything over. However, be aware that if you have premium content, so if you uh, pay like of the Daily Tech News Show podcast. And so mm. it doesn't bring those secure feeds over, but it will bring all of your uh, unsecured podcast feeds. And will that update after she does that? I'm not, she still no. would have to do the count if she wants to have the syncing feature. Yes, I, I think I understand what you're asking. Uh, it won't keep all of your podcast. So if you subscribe to something else on your old phone, it's not going to keep that synchronized, but you would just subscribe to new phone then. Right, right. No, I understand that. Okay, so I did I did export the OPML file and got it in my email, but then I didn't know what to do with it. So I have it there. So um, Yeah, so you would tap on it and then there's a share uh, so yeah. you would tap mm -hmm. on the share button, and then if you don't see Overcast in the first list of applications, hit the more button, and then you'll see Overcast, and you double tap on that. Okay, I think that's exactly what happened. I didn't see it in the first list, yep. and so that's good to know. Well, thank you so much. That's been a lot of help, and I really appreciate it. And uh, I, I will just say as I leave that it's, you know, 10, 12, uh, 10... Uh, 10 and 12 seconds or something. Yes, yes. 10 and 12 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Let's get one in uh, Zoom. We got... Beth, go ahead, please. Unmute. Okay, yeah. So, Beth, are you going to talk about the email you sent? We did receive your email and we were looking at it. Okay, well, I just wanted to say that, yeah, press with iOS 16, I, um, so far, well, slow, number one and number two, I was hoping that they, <clears throat> they'd fix some things like the alarm, you know, that I can, you know, still, it's still the same problem. Um, you know, I selected a song and it doesn't save it. I can't save it. So, Beth, um, I can, I cannot replicate this issue. And, and, and this is an extreme. What you could possibly resetting your phone. You would lose everything on your phone, but that might be worth trying or reach out to Apple Accessibility and ask them if they've had any issues with uh, the alarm not letting you select the sound uh, or the, the song because just fine. Yeah, it should. I don't, I don't know, like, resetting my phone will I just, how would I do that? What, so what phone did you come from or what phone are you on? iPhone Yeah. Okay. Yep. So, so um, I will give you a quick rundown of the process. Uh, no caveat, you will lose everything. So my first suggestion is to reach out to Apple and see if they have any ideas of why you can't select a song and it save in the alarm. However, if you of resetting your phone, you would simply go to settings and then general and towards the bottom is an option to erase and reset. It actually says reset, backup and reset. Um, and you can reset the phone there and then it will allow you and it'll be like a brand new iPhone that you just pulled out of the box. So you'd have to sign back in. Now, one caveat to this, and, and someone's, I, I'm not going to mention his name, but someone's guilty of doing this, and that is restoring his phone from backups. And unfortunately, the gotcha with restoring your phone from backups all the time is if you're having problems with your phone, restoring your phone from backup is going to restore those problems. So be conscientious of that. And if you want to try to as a uh, fresh install, then just uh, set it up as a new phone during the setup process and don't choose to restore from backup.
One thing okay. real quick, Beth, I wanted to, if you have not tried before you reset your phone, you might want to set an alarm and see if that works. Oh, that that might might be a possibility. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try that. Um, maybe I just need to have her do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Perfect. well, huh? Yeah, you have a beautiful yeah. rest of your day. Who is Thanks, next, Beth, Katie? Next, we have Jane. Jane, go ahead and unmute, please. Hello, I am hey, Jane. back here. Uh, my question is, I was so happy until until Her I wasn't happy again. And that was because um, I wanted to mirror my phone to my watch. And it said, oh, no, you need to have a watch, the Model 6. And yep. <laughs> to- yep. And, and for for full transparency, it's the opposite way, Jane. You can mirror your watch to your phone. You can't send your phone to your watch. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, no problem. Duh. But yeah, no. Or and I was so happy, and then realized, oh, I can't. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that just means that 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 it's time for you to upgrade your watch to the Apple Watch Ultra, right? I. It's too big. <laughs> I. I well, do you have a question for us, Jane, or are we just sharing that info? Yeah, the my I guess don't update to the latest ring update because they they broke accessibility, but I don't know who to talk to. Amazon accessibility. Oh. Because ring is Oh, so I can't go call Ring Central and say, Hey, I need help with this. Mm, well, okay, so is Ring Central different than a yes. ring oh, the doorbell? Central is different the doorbell. Than ring. Yeah. I'm at the ring company. So Ring, Ring Central is the phone system. Yes, yes. That is not owned by Amazon. Correct. The Ring doorbell is owned by Amazon. So, uh, yeah, I would reach out to Apple Accessibility and see what they can do. I, I do see we have some questions. Now, did you have a question? And real quick, before we get to that, I just need to mention that we have somebody over on the Zoom side that... Is seems to be talking to their voiceover, and I just want to mention that is on the Zoom side, not on the Clubhouse side. Yep. So, um, yes, we have Chanel followed by Alan. All right. Hey, okay. Chanel. Hello. Hi. Well, yeah. So I just have a couple quick comments, um, and then my question. I the Apple Watch mirroring did not work for me. I was getting so frustrated. I probably had to restart my watch. And then, sure enough, my it was able to be on my phone. It did not help me resolve the problem I was having where, you know, workout metrics on the watch. I was trying to see if I could adjust what is shown in my workout. But I think that the things don't update as you're walking. Only certain things update, like your heart rate, not your um, mm-hmm. total distance or your duration, but which is, you know, really frustrating. Um and that may just be a bug, but my kind of my, are there any shortcut commands for quickly jumping to bookmarks in Chrome? Like, you know, on the Mac, you can do command control one through nine, or you can just kind of jump into your bookmark sidebar and just seems like in, in Chrome, you know, you have to F6 either to the toolbar and then, or you can do go into your Chrome menu and then bookmarks. And then, but if you have a lot of them, um, I was just wondering if there's quick ways in to get to yep. bookmarks and in, in Control Shift O. That for will bookmarks? pop for bookmarks. Yep, that pops open bookmarks in Chrome. Control Shift O. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is it what like a list of bookmarks then? Or uh, what that does is it t- takes you to this beautiful thing that I have a love hate relationship, and that is a web page version of your bookmarks. Uh, what I oh, what I did do okay. though is I disabled virtual viewer or browse mode on NVDA. Uh, if you tab once, it'll take you to a list of your bookmarks folders, and then if you uh, let's say I and I press enter. Mm-hmm. Then I can press tab, and this takes me to the grid of my bookmarks. You can up and down through the list of your bookmarks, and it just goes to the next item. And then if you tap your right arrow key, you get the more options for bookmarks. So if you press space on this, you can edit that bookmark, delete it, cut, copy, and paste, etc. Okay, sorry. I'm sure I know this is kind of a simple, basic question, but I like basic just, questions because then uh, I actually have I was answers. Just curious. I wanted to add one other thing, Chanel, for. So on the new Apple Watches, 
they have the temperature sensor, but the gotcha is the temperature sensor only works if you wear your watch to sleep. Otherwise, it doesn't work. I thought I that was kind of interesting. Watch. Yeah, I don't have a new. I'm just trying to get it, the watch OS nine to work on my watch six, which it should. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and All then right. Last, lastly, Chanel, and then we'll take this last question. I don't know if you've played with this or not. I know Jeff has it, a lock screen, but you can actually put your activity rings on your lock screen now as a widget. Okay, right, but not your duration, like in your workout, like where it tells you, you know, Correct. you've gone for so many minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. No, but if you get, there is a workout widget. So you might want to take a look at that. Huh. Ooh. Oh, we'll that. And can Who's I just remind Sherry? everybody in Clubhouse? So next up is going to be Alan. And just a quick reminder, because we do have new people in the audience. If you would like to come up, just raise your hand and you will be brought up on stage. And with that, we go to Alan Yoder. Hello, Alan. Hey, Alan. Hello. Um, my thoughts, I'm getting the new Apple Watch Ultra, and I heard about and I was wondering if somebody could describe it to me and its location. So I let's start out by saying I have zero experience with the Apple Watch Ultra. I did not buy that watch. Um, my understanding is, is that it's on the opposite side of and the uh, side button. And you can assign that to different actions within watchOS. How do you assign it? I believe you would do that under the watch app and then you would go in to uh, choose the button there or you press the button. I'm, I'm, I don't have any personal experience with that watch. Okay. I'm looking forward to exploring it. Uh, I, I'm looking Let forward to Let us know once you get it. We're interested to see <laughs> how you like it. Okay. Or you can buy me one and send it here. I'll, I'll, I'll send you my address. <laughs> well, how about now? Uh, who is next in Zoom? We have Tom. Tom, please unmute. Hello. 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 How are you I doing? Have, and I have an interesting uh, problem, and I don't know what, what the source of it comes from. Zoom, uh, uh, iOS, or if, it, if it's my phone, it's just crazy. But I go, if I'm in a Zoom call on my phone, uh, if I happen to leave that call before the call is ended, my volume on my phone drops and I cannot get turn it all the way up to 100%. And then uh, mm -hmm. the other thing is my tone of that phone changes. The only way that I have found to get it back the way it ought to be is to shut the phone down and restart. And this has happened ever since I went to iOS 16. Yep. An iOS problem or not. It is an iOS bug, Tom. You're not doing anything wrong. I was on another iOS call yesterday and someone else is experiencing this specifically with Zoom. When they leave audio, it, it actually doesn't go super low. What What's happening is voiceover audio is going to the earpiece instead of the loudspeaker, which is what you're used to voiceover coming through. So if it helps, uh, especially to get restarted, put the top part of your phone to hear voiceover a little easier but this is a known ios bug that hopefully they'll get fixed in the very near future yeah it said that it's coming through both speakers oh it is yep oh okay well uh yeah it, it, it is that's known. what i thought well it almost sounds that way but it's, it seems to be coming from the bottom speaker uh but it's not quite as loud i mean if i turn it up to 100 it's mm -hmm. loud enough that i can hear it but it's a different the sound is different, and I, I can't give it any more. You know, it's, it's not like, you know. And toggling voiceover does not fix that. Uh, nope. it, it, it's, it's an actual physical restart. You have to turn the phone off and back on. Oh, so I'm going to have to live with that now until they fix it then. Or, or, or just hang out until the Zoom room's ended for you. Well, that's another. I, I hang out in the room until the meeting has ended and, and they close it down, then it's okay. Yeah. If I leave in the middle of that meeting, it'll it'll just it'll screw it up. Gotcha. So I didn't know there was anything you knew. There's some kind of a bug. There, there is an update that they're working on now. Uh, so hopefully that will get out soon and resolve some of these bugs. I know it's out in the wild for beta, so we'll see what happens. But hopefully they'll get it out to the public soon, and it will resolve some of these issues that people are having. Okay. Well, well, I guess there's nothing. And just kind of just live with it until they get you straightened out, which hopefully will be soon. Thank you guys for your time and for listening. 
No, no problem. Tom, I do want to say, and I haven't tested this, but there was a message that was shared in the chat from Herbie that says sometimes playing music or other media will cause it, force it to uh, uh, switch over to the proper speaker or using Siri. Okay, I'll give it a try. Okay. So, best All of right, luck. Thanks. thanks a lot. Uh, before Good luck. We take, before we take the next question in Zoom, I'm going to throw a question out and uh, if he can chime in for this, because I don't know, unless Marty does, how do you make an encrypted backup on the Mac of your iPhone? That is a very good question. It's very, if you've done it on iTunes, on Windows, so you have to hook your phone up to the Mac with the USB cord, make sure it's trusted and all that. Now, I've not done this in a while, so I am assuming the process is still the same, but you go to the sidebar that is and Chanel's telling me it is and in that general category in the phone there's an options for backup and there's two backup options you're presented with standard or encrypted you want to do the encrypted because that's going to and then if you've not done it before you will set a password for the first time and make sure it's something you can remember because if you uh, lose it you're you, you've lost it so you can't there's no way that i know over it yeah and so it's then, from the sidebar and finder yep that being said an icloud backup the way the backups work now is there's really no difference between an icloud backup versus a mac backup unless you haven't an, even then i would recommend you just purchase some extra storage with iCloud, so that's still the easiest way to go, but it still can be done on the Mac. But I think a lot of that stuff, it's still, it backs up the initial data, but I think the app mm. data cloud anyway, so. Yeah. Yep. Um, I do have a quick question for you, though. Okay, and then we'll get back to the Zoom questions. Go for it, Herbie. Do you know of any USB-C extension cord? Oh. Oh, man, man. I, I would don't. say go Anchor. They got six-foot-long ones. You can get them in a two-pack, and they're steel-braided. Yeah, but can you connect the two together? That's, I think, what he's looking yes. for is a way to, to connect to multiple USBs. They might have... They make all kinds of adapters. They may have... Well, like a little adapter you can put in between two need, cables. Right, but I really need an extension cord. Because basically what happened, I'll tell you my saga, is I got a pair of USB headphones that I really But I discovered that they will not work with my stand, the US extension cord I have with for them. So, you know, which is a standard USB-A extension cord. So my first thought was, okay, you know, is a type of USB-A extension cord. And then I was thinking, but it'd be nice to have a USB-C extension cord because I also have a pair of Sennheisers that are USB-C. And I'd like to, if I switch to them, I'd like to have full flexibility to be able to move across the room with them. It has a bed so I can lay down and listen to something on the computer and take a nap if I want to, or use my Bluetooth keyboard and nap and do papers. So I was thinking, get a USB-C extension cord, and then I have more flexibility. Yeah, so that the USB-C passes data, the USB-C yeah. extension cord, and I think that's where the problem you're going to run into is. Yeah. Yep. And then so. I was thinking, you know, I know some guys that like tough <laughs> questions, and since I've not come across anything, that doesn't mean I place. So I thought of you guys. Funny. Nope. Well, well, if you find something, let me know. And if I find something, because I've been looking at this too, I will share it with you. All right, sounds good. All right, we'll Perfect. get back to Who's Zoom. next in Zoom? Diane. Diane, please unmute. Hi, Diane. Hey, Diane. I thought there was something in regards to the alarms where you had to, like, hit an edit button in order to change any things on the alarm. It's been a while since I've changed an alarm, so I don't know if that's still the case. If something like that would allow um, the person who was asking about it earlier to go in and, you know, pick their um, song that they want to wake up to. Yeah. Um, so the, the problem she's having is she, you you are correct. You do have, she edits it and then chooses the song she wants under the tone and then taps on save. It actually doesn't save it. And we're not sure why that's not. Working. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. But thank you. Okay. Um, the other thing I, I just wanted to mention um, a couple of 
calls, um, one of which I'm hosting tonight, which is on bits. It's the uh, call. Um, Chris Mai is doing part six of his um, getting started with NVDA series. And um, on Thursday nightcap, we're, we're doing something different. We're actually going to be discussing um, the social media platform Reddit. We've never we have we I don't think we've ever discussed a, an app or anything on on that call before. So I hope everybody will be there. Other than that, I don't really have any questions. I will say though that I have not upgraded yet to iOS 16 because of the situation that Tom described earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to tune into that call regular basis, and I'm excited to hear what people are, are sharing about using Reddit. So I will. that's on Thursday evening. We'll definitely yeah. tune in. Yeah, okay. Well, that'd be fun. Perfect, Diane. Thank you. Who is All next, right. Katie? Jessica. Jessica, please unmute. Well, um, I have a quick question. I'm wondering um, if there's any way I can read up on Android phones and which is around the size of a iPhone SE. I prefer smaller phones, and I'm considering just for learning accessibility on that side. So the closest phone to an SE on the Android world that I recommend to people is the Pixel 6a. Um, if you want information about using Android, it's a good resource that seems to be publishing content on a regular basis on Sundays, and that's the uh, podcast Blind Android Users. I don't know of a centralized resource that's been kept up to date related to Android. There's a few that, that have come and there's nothing that's that's actively being worked on at this time that I'm aware of. Okay, thank you so much. No problem. Thank you, Jessica. Yep. Herbie, do we have anyone in Clubhouse? I am looking, and at the moment, we... Perfect. Um, I did have a thought on the alarm issue. Like, sometimes you have to... Like, with Apple Music, sometimes you can have multiple... It can get confused if you have multiple versions of a song. Sometimes I have to, like, completely clear out a song, like, hit delete several times, and then re-download it, and also make sure with the alarm it's an, an, uh, an unencrypted music file, because I don't think it works with Apple. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that that's a good point. Thank you, Herbie. Yep. Katie, do we have anyone else in Zoom? We have a person who's already spoken that has her hand up. Let's go ahead and take Beth, then. Um, yeah, yeah, um, <clears throat> My question was, um, now when I updated to um, iOS, um, um, iOS 16.0, first said, do you want to update with cellular data? So it didn't, um, first I, in, I clicked on um, my Wi-Fi, I want to update with Wi-Fi, but it didn't, it didn't let me do anything. I had to start from the beginning and... Uh, Maybe because it wasn't ready to be downloaded yet. Well, I, all I that, don't know what all that really means is it's forewarning you and giving you the choice that if you want to use both, say for example, you're at your house, Wi-Fi to do your update, but then you need to leave and you don't want the update to stop. Once you get out of range of your house, it will automatically switch to your cellular data. Not everybody yeah. has unlimited data or has the capacity to be able to um, pay for enough data to be able to do that. So what happens is it just stops and pauses if you choose Wi-Fi only until you get back to your Wi-Fi or until right. you get back to a Wi-Fi place where you can get back on yeah. not use your cellular data. It did. They didn't used to give you the option to ask before. So now they give you the option to ask because people were, you know, hitting their data cap if it was doing that. Yeah, yeah. And I was at my house. So my different part of, well, it's in an apartment, different part. I was in my bedroom. But that, that doesn't make a difference, right? With no, it does not. It, it would okay. only mean if you lost Wi-Fi and it needed to switch to your cellular data connection. Okay. Thank you, Beth. And uh, mm -hmm. do we have any other questions? We do. Lauren, go ahead, please. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey, how you doing? Can you hear me? How you doing? Yep, we can hear you. Hi. 
this is very informative. It's always very fun. Uh, I have a few questions. First, of all, having a hard time updating Windows um, and updating. The, the, it's always saying um, needs um, missing security and missing some security advances or whatever. And I'm, I'm having a hard time every time. time I, it says install error. So that so now another one is rolled out today. But I'm hoping that I can uh, install Windows and and download it. So if you can't, my recommendation, because they can share your screen with you, is to reach out to Microsoft because yes. they can go through the whole process of updating and helping you figuring out what security are security um, updates are required. In addition, in Windows 11, if you tap Windows key and the letter X, like up arrow to the option that says shut down or sign out and press your right arrow. Then what you do is you up arrow twice and you might hear it say update and restart. And maybe that's what it's waiting for you to do as well. Oh, I'll try that. Okay. Yep. Very so good. Yeah, followed by the up arrow until you hear shut down or restart, tap right arrow and right then arrow. go up and see if you see an option that says update and restart. And restart. Okay. Wow. I'll try that. Okay. Thanks so much. No that's problem. That's great. It's very helpful. Thank you. Good. And oh, also, great. a problem also with, uh, well, not much of a problem. Sometimes it happens with Gmail and Standard View. Um, that's probably the best one now. But um, I'm always having a hard time whether deciding what types of inboxes to have. You know, sometimes I have the main default one with social and promotions a lot. And then sometimes it has multiple and sometimes I get, what's, what's the best, uh, you know, inbox uh, types to use? I mean, with a screen reader. So I, I use a What kind of computer are you on, by the way? Never mind. I think this app only works on a Mac. This yeah, is a window. It, it, it does only work on the Mac if, if you're thinking the one I'm thinking of, MimeStream. Um, so in Gmail, you can go oh. in and disable the category inboxes, and that's what I've done. I forget the exact steps to do that. Just are able to up and down arrow through your messages, and you don't have to worry about switching them between categories. Oh. I don't. I like the categories. Actually, it's actually very helpful. Well, then that that would be your best email solution for you. Then you you just mm-hmm. answered your own question. <laughs> and that's that. Because sometimes it does, what happens is that I can't even press slash or compose to search. I mean slash. The, the, so what I do work. in that instance is I'll tap escape. That clears me out of any sort of edit box that I'm in. And i for go to inbox that'll put you back at your inbox and then you should be your keystroke should work just fine like slash to search etc okay so gi go inbox right all right great thanks so much no problem yeah thanks, no problem Michael. have thanks, a great Marcus. day thank you very much have a good day thank you i put myself on mute again thank you and who is next we have yeah. ann and please unmute i have a doctor's appointment and they're sending me a message uh, telling me to confirm. But they're sending me this link in the text message, this long link to confirm. And it says, don't reply. That was- And I've called and they're not answering the phone. I guess we're too busy to answer the phone. So what do I do? So, Try calling maybe at a different time, uh, maybe first thing in the morning. <laughs> so there's the, no way I can work this message thing. Apply. What kind of phone are you on? SE2020. Uh, what you could do, if you don't have it, you could use your rotor. Are you familiar with using yes. the rotor? You could use the rotor and get it to go to the link in the rotor, and then it should allow you to be able to click that link in that long message. Oh, wait a minute. When I get to that text message and then I flick and it starts giving me this long link, then I change the rotor. I'll change the rotor to link. Correct. And then do what? And then flick down and that'll take you to the link and then double tap. Link down and double tap, double tap there. So you switch your rotor to links, flick down until you hear the link. Until I hear that particular link. Yes, ma'am. Oh, okay. And I'll try it. And just Thanks so you know, so it's that, and once you click that link, it's going to open up in Safari. Once I click the link, what? It's going to open up in Safari. What do I do with that? That's probably where it's going to take you to a page to either 
approve or deny that you're going to go to your doctor appointment or not. <laughs> oh, so you you have to go in there and do that. Oh, okay. Mm. Yep, so I don't know why they won't helps. let you reply. guess there's nobody to check that. Could oh, always try calling at a different time and get through to someone, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. We've got about 17 minutes left. Who is next? Joe, go ahead, please, and unmute. Hey, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I have an Android phone, and I am... Just, I just lost my vision, uh, so the only thing I have is like light perception and trying to get around outside. Like I'm a bit of a techie, but saying certain things. Um, I wanted to find out what you guys would suggest as far as a good navigation app for the Android that would. Now, what I mean by good is that I like knowing when I live in Philadelphia, which the part of Philadelphia that I live is a very busy area. So understanding how far close I could be um, feet from like an intersection that, that matters to me, like that type of information matters to me. Or even if I were to easily type in a destination, uh, knowing how, like what side of the street side of me it's on those kind of details are really kind of important so do you guys have any suggestions on any good like quality navigation apps i, I think isn't blind square run on both ios and no, android it does not fun so for android i two things number one you're gonna learn well, first of all, welcome to the blindness community. Glad to have you here. And I I appreciate the fact that you're jumping in and asking questions. Um, unfortunately, in this day and age, the last 10 feet is typically the most difficult for a GPS user to uh, navigate. For example, is this store on the opposite side of the street is where I am? And, and the superb solution for that uh, scenario. I will tell you I've used Lazarello, L-A-Z-A-R-I-L-L-O. Sorry, I was trying to, to read at the same time. Z-A-R-I-L-L-O. It is a free application. It works similar to Blind Square if you hear someone else mention it, which means you can hear what you're going by as you go by it. You can find destinations and some some audible feedback as to the actual physical location in space where the uh, destination is. So I would check out Lazarello and see if that helps. And if you haven't found it yet, take a look at the Google Accessibility Suite, which includes accessibility features too. Yeah, so I actually have that app. But so what? one of the things that I like and then dislike about it is so when I tried to test run it, I guess because my area is so congested, it was telling me destinations that were behind me, which was, you know, throwing off kind of my navigation. Mm -hmm. um, because the way that my phone is, um, I'm still trying to figure out, okay, which way is due north, kind of. Which way is it really going to lean me towards? Because when it was leaning me behind me, I'm like, I don't care what's behind me. I care what's in front of me or, or right next to me. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't care what's behind me. I, I'm leaving that behind. So that that's kind of been my gripe about it. Um, I have, um, like I said, I've lost my vision just recently. So navigating my uh, Android phone has been challenging um hey, talk um, back talk back has helped but there are a lot of different functions when it comes down to typing or just navigating certain apps that are really challenging joe i got a question for you are you able to email if you email unmute presents at gmail.com we could reach out to you and help provide you with some resources and get you going a little bit Unmute presents at gmail.com. Correct. Thank you. Yeah, shoot us So email us. We'll, we'll connect with you and we'll help you out. Thank you. Yep, no problem. So, so real quick, um, in Clubhouse, we got a room chat earlier from Jeff Hardaway mentioning Alt-E as a solution for something. Alexa. 
Make quite note. sure what that was in reference to. So um, a recommendation, Jeff, you may Email want to come up on stage and uh, clarify and have somebody. Hold on, Herbie. Can we get uh, the person who's talking to their Alexa no, muted in Zoom, no. please? Perfect. Thank you. Go ahead, Herbie. What were you saying? Um, so Jeff Hardaway had sent a room chat to mention Alt-E as a solution for something, but I'm not quite sure what that is. So I was going to make a recommendation. He may want to come up on stage and elaborate what he Alt-E for, unless you know. So. Yeah, I do not know, because that just takes me to the menu bar in Chrome. Thank you, Herbie. Uh, if he raises his hand, let us know. And in the last 12 minutes or so, uh, who is next on Zoom? We have area code 301-887. Please unmute. I believe that might be Eldon. Yeah, hi there. Good afternoon. This is Nate from Maryland. I just wanted hey, to Nate. make a comment. Hi there. I know this works in Facebook, and it may work to get messages as well. You do a long press or a simple tap, and then just swipe to the right. It'll take you right to the link, then just double tap it, and it opens. Thank you, Nate. That does work in messages, and I often forget about it. So to recap what he said, or double tap and hold, that'll pop up what's called a context menu for that specific message. And it'll allow you the opportunity to react to the message, or if you keep flicking to the right, you'll find the link, and it'll read out the link, and you just double tap on that, and that'll... Instead of long pressing, you can also triple tap that message, and that's the same thing as long pressing. And that'd be on an iPhone. Yes. Yep. Thank you, Nate. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a good day. Who, who is next? Diane's iPad. Um, Hello. Yeah, they, yeah, she doesn't want to reply to her, um, to that. She does need to go to the, you know, the link, like you said. And then once she does that, it should be pretty easy to find the accept or deny what, if they have it set up right, because I've had to do that before too. And you just, you, you tap the link and then go to your accept or whatever to accept it, whatever the term is that they have on their site. And it works really well. So add Thank that. Oh, sure. No problem. Enjoy the, I enjoyed this presentation very much. Well, really like it. Thanks a lot. We appreciate, it. we appreciate it. Thank you. And I'll be emailing you to get instructions on, um, I want to make Chrome my default browser. So you can get those instructions. Perfect. All right, great. Thank you. Thank you. And I guess we did get a response in the chat. Um, by the way, it's a lot easier if we don't use the chat feature, but um, that's what it is, I guess. Um, I guess he was recommending to open bookmarks. So Perfect. Appreciate that. Alt-E will bring up the main menu in Chrome, so you still then have to press B or arrow down to bookmark. Um, so that's a good solution, especially if you want a vertical menu to navigate your bookmarks and question so uh, appreciate his answer and katie who is next it's 151 for your time check and malcolm is next thank you katie hey guys uh comment about the gentleman who just recently lost phone i don't remember if microsoft soundscape is an android program also as well as ios maybe you can tell me if it is i use soundscape on my phone and I love it. As you approach the intersection, it will tell you the names of the streets that you're approaching and the directions they're from. Like at a four-way intersection, it'll it'll approach approaching intersection. Street A goes left. Street Streets A goes right. And it'll tell you all that when you get there. Just the intersection so far away. Which sounds like what he would really would really help him navigate around his area. Yep. Do you do you know if sound Android also? It is not in a Microsoft program. Fortunately, it is only an mm. iPhone app. Okay. Great I'd suggestion, in, though. Yeah, I'd be in a Microsoft program. I'm surprised it's only uh, Apple. Yeah, yeah, but but. Mm. Is a, is a huge thing that the seeing AI is also only available on Android or on iPhone. Uh, if you're looking for a seeing AI equivalent, not related to navigation, but if you need to like scan barcodes or uh, get text on a free tool called Google Lookout, and that is a amazing tool. I, I use that for product and text recognition more than I use my iPhone at all. So, okay. Thank, thank you. 
Uh, enjoy your, your show every week. Great. We have Desi back with us on Clubhouse. All right. Go, Desi. I just wanted to let you know that I went in and messed around with voices, and, and now I chose Susan, and my minutes and seconds are gone. <laughs> and now... So, yeah, so it must be a voice issue. But um, can I just say, am I the only one in the world who just is not impressed with the voice choices? No, I you're mean, not the only one in the world. A lot of people don't I like have, the voice choices. <laughs> Alex a lot, and I didn't. I decided not to go with Alex this time. But I think the reason that I've always ended up going back to him is because I'm just not impressed with the other voices. Did you try so the right- one? The ones? What were those called, Michael? The new ones? Uh, the voice suite. So he's asking if you've tried eloquence, Desi. Oh, no, no. I'm not an eloquence girl, but I'm sorry. <laughs> I know a lot of people love that. but um, So so one I, thing to I, light at the end of the tunnel, because there are a lot of people who don't appreciate the voices that are on iOS. One of the added features in iOS 16 is an API, which is a programming uh, uh, application programming interface is what it stands for. Uh, mm-hmm. it, it, Third parties can create voices and potentially offer those throughout the iPhone operating system, which means there is a possibility in the future, nothing's been announced, but in the future, that uh, third-party voice devices to the iPhone. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because I don't know. It surprises me so much that that seems to be such a lacking area. I kind of like Ava, but it's not telling me about minutes and seconds. I'm asking for the. <laughs> we definitely appreciate it, Desi, and uh, thank you for jumping back up. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you, guys. This is a great call. I love it every time I can be here. Appreciate thank you. It. We appreciate in the last four minutes. Do you want to close things up? Sure. All right, everyone. Thanks for coming. We're here same time every week. Also, we want to remind you that coming up on October 18th, we're going to be having the Way Around event. So stay tuned for more details on that as we get closer. I want to say Katie for hosting us today. We really appreciate it. And Herbie for doing the clubhouse thing and everybody else for coming. If you need to get a hold of us, you can reach out to us at unmutepresents at gmail.com and not at this time we'll see you guys again next week thanks everyone have a great week